Section 17 of Ancient Poems, Ballads, and Songs of the Peasantry of England. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Outlandish Knight. This is the common English stall copy of a ballad of which there are a variety of versions. For an account of which, and of the presumed origin of the story, the reader is referred to the notes on the Water O'Weary's Well in the Scottish traditional versions of ancient ballads published by the percy society by the term outlandish is signified an inhabitant of that portion of the border which was formerly known by the name of the debatable land a district which though claimed by both england and scotland could not be said to belong to either country the people on each side of the border applied the term outlandish to the debatable residents the tune to the outlandish knight has never been printed it is peculiar to the ballad and from its popularity is well known an outlandish knight came from the northlands and he came a-wooing to me he told me he'd take me unto the northlands and there he would marry me come fetch me some of your father's gold and some of your mother's fee and two of the best nags out of the stable where they stand thirty and three she fetched him some of her father's gold and some of the mother's fee and two of the best nags out of the stable where they stood thirty and three she mounted her on her milk-white steed he on the dapple gray they rode till they came unto the seaside three hours before it was day light off light off thy milk-white steed and deliver it unto me six pretty maids have i drowned here and thou the seventh shall be pull off pull off thy silken gown and deliver it unto me methinks it looks too rich and too gay to rot in the salt sea pull off pull off thy silken stays and deliver them unto me methinks they are too fine and gay to rot in the salt sea pull off pull off thy holland smock and deliver it unto me methinks it looks too rich and gay to rot in the salt sea if i must pull off my holland smock pray turn thy back unto me for it is not fitting that such a ruffian a naked woman should see he turned his back towards her and viewed the leaves so green she catched him round the middle so small and tumbled him into the stream he dropped it high and he dropped it low until he came to the side catch hold of my hand my pretty maiden and i will make you a bride lie there lie there you false-hearted man lie there instead of me six pretty maids have you drowned here and the seventh has drowned thee she mounted on her milk-white steed and led the dapple gray she rode till she came to her own father's hall three hours before it was day the parrot being in the window so high hearing the lady did say I'm afraid that some ruffian has led you astray, that you have tarried so long away. Don't prittle, don't prattle, my pretty parrot, nor tell no tales of me. Thy cage shall be made of the glittering gold, although it is made of a tree. The king, being in the chamber so high, and hearing the parrot, did say, What ails you, what ails you, my pretty parrot, that you prattle so long before day? it's no laughing matter the parrot did say but so loudly i call unto thee for the cats have got into the window so high and i'm afraid they will have me 
Well turned, well turned, my pretty parrot, well turned, well turned for me. Thy cage shall be made of the glittering gold, and the door of the best ivory. End of the Outlandish Night Read for LibriVox.org by Rita Louise